Welcome to episode 42 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm Hector, and I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. Oh, the appendix removal. <laughs> yes, uh, Raymond got his appendix removed during the, uh, the holiday break. So he wanted to sign one up Kenny Omega's diverculitis. So that that's uh, ladies and gentlemen, what uh, Raymond's vacation was. So later on, we'll, later on, we'll give Raymond's address so you can send him get well cards and everything. <laughs> or a glitter bomb, either one. <laughs> Y'all know what a glitter bomb is, right? Yeah, I know what it is. Yes. Yeah. It's funny. The one the one manager I work with, somebody glitter bombed him about like a year and a half ago. We still to this day don't know who it was. No one owned up to it. Oh, wow. We're going to glitter about Raymond. All right. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> oh, oh, we, we took a little break. We took like a, a little two-week mini vacation. So over the vacation, a couple of things happened, or, or I should say a few things happened. Um, some of them are big. Some of them are just regular wrestling news. Like, for example, uh, William Regal is free to appear on television if they need to use him. His... Um, no complete clause expired, and he they're allowed to use him now on television if they need him. So that's pretty cool. Even though his his son is on on NXT, maybe they'll do something with that. Or now he's allowed to say war games. And you could see. Um, Bailey has signed a new multi year extension with WWE, and so so has um, Selena Vega. And supposedly Cody Rhodes has been offered an extension, and there's rumors that he signed it, and there's some rumors that he hasn't signed it. But no matter what the rumors are, the people in the back are saying that they're not worried that he eventually he will sign it, or most likely it's signed already. Of course, there was little gossip going around that this would be a perfect time for him to go back to AEW since he proved that he's this big star. But I think that's very far fetched. No, nah, no way, <laughs> absolutely no way. Um, yeah, I don't think so. He hasn't finished his story. <laughs> Maybe his story is somewhere else. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure if this is the very first one. Maybe you guys can help me. Um, WWE signed Fit Finley's son, who's only 21, and he is a fourth-generation wrestler. I'm not sure if that's the first or if there's another fourth-generation. Well, I I think... like The, the Rock starter. The Rock starter? I was going to say the Rock's daughter. She's fourth generation. You know, you're right. I get, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it's the Samoans. Like anybody in the Samoans, I'm sure it's fourth, fifth, thirtieth generation. It's just a matter of <laughs> figuring out the lineage because obviously the Rock is third generation, Samoans fourth generation. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, it's, I mean, we're starting to get into that wave now, fourth generation. Wow. Road. Uh, Matt Riddle has signed with uh, Major League Wrestling, and he has his first match January sixth. Speaking about Samoans, he's fighting Jacob Fatu, which is, I believe, a cousin of Roman. Um, Mm -hmm. If you guys remember um, Paige's movie, I'm sure you guys seen it, right? Fighting with my family? Yes. The whole story that her brother was wanting to become a wrestler, but they picked her instead. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just yeah. Just going with. It. Well, it's really cool that her brother finally had his professional wrestling match for a big company over the the holidays. He um had his match at AEW, so pretty cool. 
I don't. I'm not sure. If it, any good? I I didn't see it. I don't think it was. I think it was a non televised match, or it was on Rampage. Maybe I'm not sure. I didn't see it. I like. I read about it. Heard about it. Congrats. So, I just thought it was pretty cool because I watched the movie. I liked the movie, and it's just nice that no matter after a couple of years that he got to have his first match for a big company because he's had many matches for his um, family's company and overseas. Remy, you there? Yes, I'm in now. I apologize. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no problem. Uh, which is weird because Ray Mysterio said that he was going to retire in a year or two. He signed a three-year um, extension also. So he's going to be with um, WWE for three more years. As we talked about, I believe, in the last episode, Dominic signed a five-year um, extension. With all these new extensions, do you guys feel like, is it, I feel like it's new, right? It's like a big free agency or the way they're announcing all these new extensions. I don't remember a time like this. Well, I remember not too long ago, there was a bunch of re-signings. I think this is back when the time frame of AEW um, was actually like kind of big or they were getting big pretty fast. And so they were kind of trying to grab people and have them signing extensions. I'm actually a little bit more shocked that they're doing it at this point. Not that saying AEW is not competition, but um, I don't feel like that the threat level is there. So I don't know. The, the, so I'm not I sure. But mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, like it's not even just AEW making these signings. You got TNA, who's rebranding and getting these signings. There's only another big signing. Yeah. Um, MLW signing Rebel. I mean, that's for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a bunch of different avenues, not just WWE or um, AEW. And you got to remember, TKO is making these big signings that, you know, making them very important. Also, people are getting rid of are going elsewhere. It, it's causing the needle to move. But this ain't like a while ago where remember we had, you know, Cody and all this other stuff, you know, but we're still around with these All right, sorry about that. We're back here. Um, let's talk about Mark's favorite um, girl, Sasha Banks, <laughs> Mercedes Monet. Um, it was um, told that she wants at least the same or more money that Charlotte was given in her extension. And we never heard nothing else about that. WWE did have a house show in Boston, and at the same time, Sasha Banks posted a selfie standing in front of the arena. After that, there was also rumors about them being very close with a deal and that the talks fell through. And just today, I before we came on, I saw that she is very close now to signing a deal with AEW. So everything is all up in the air. Let her go. <laughs> I, I mean, not that she's not worth it. It's just, like, I, I'm sorry. She has, you know, you got the... Was it prove yourself, right? Not that she hasn't proved herself to being like, oh, but you, you know, I don't know. She's flip floppy. For me, that's like, yeah, let her go. It's not worth it. I don't before before Mark says anything. I I don't think she got to do what like what a Cody did or Zack Ryder, Macadona did because she went overseas, got injured. She became the champion, but then she got injured, so she didn't become that big name out of WWE. And if the shot it injury is real. 
which she's going to be out for nine months, then I really don't. So sad to say that I don't really care if she comes to WWE. I only wanted to see the four girls back together. If Charlotte's not there somehow, then I guess we miss out on that. But um, yeah, I'll leave it up to Mark to finish with the Tombstone. <laughs> I will make this quick. <laughs> she is not a needle mover. She is not a game changer. She, no matter where she ends up, she'll just be a piece to a puzzle. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, you're going to have her simps and all that stuff that would kiss the ground she's walked on. If she literally took a dump on the sidewalk, they'd probably eat it. As disgusting as that is, it wouldn't surprise me <laughs> some of these people that are fans are. Um, sorry to get her so graphic, but it's the truth. Um, you know, it's, she's not that great. Whoever she ends up signing with, I don't blame WWE for stalling this off because she doesn't deserve that kind of money at all. You're not that special. Get off your high horse. I don't. I, I mean, granted, I commend her for commanding that kind of money. If someone's going to pay it, by all means, but she ain't worth it. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for, for a second or well, uh, a couple of minutes, I was very excited about this next news. Um, Sean Spears. Ty Dillinger is a free agent starting today, so he is no longer with AEW, and I feel like if you're going to give a one-day contract, he needs it for the Rumble, so he can get that number 10 spot again. I would love to do that whole 10 count when he's out there again. Um, I don't know if he, I don't know if he's a keeper. Do you? Would you like to see him in NXT or WWE? No. <laughs> is it because he's an AEW guy, or is it just because... No, like he he doesn't do anything for me. Like you know, um, when it comes to like maybe back in NXT, okay, maybe, but he didn't do much in WWE. I don't think he did much in my opinion in AEW. Nothing that I care for. For the few things I did watch, so for me, like kind of Mark said with Sasha, not a, a needle mover. Let him if he wants to come, great NXT. Yeah, I can see him definitely in NXT, and he's a Cody guy, so I can see Cody putting a good word for him. But I'm I'm sure he didn't leave it in in bad terms anyway. But um, hey, with a new with the oh, right gimmick I and everything, a trainer, a trainer, okay. Yeah, so I think that's because let's be real, Sean Spears, Gavin Spears, Ty Dillinger, whatever name you want to go through, um, the perfect time. decent band, but not a main eventer, not a needle mover, not somebody that they sign is going to make a big difference. Not like somebody like an Andrade who. Might be appearing on Raw at some point in the uh, evening hours here <laughs> to be determined. At least Andrade's got star appeal. Still, oh, Ty Dillinger, Gavin Spears, Sean Spears, Britney Spears, whatever he wants to go by, <laughs> outside of the number ten, doesn't really have anything. He's talked about it himself, like that was like he almost wasn't going to make it. It wasn't you know the perfect ten. Yeah. So for somebody like that, I he does have a good wrestling background, so I could see he's a trainer. Okay. Uh, moving on before we get to, um, as you brought up Raw, um, Tamina, back to Samoan. She has officially announced that her wrestling career, it has come to an end. Um, so we, I guess we're not expected to see her at the Women's Royal Rumble, which is in three weeks. So sad news or good news, depending how you look at it. Moving on. Mm. What, you got something yeah. to say? Well, with her, I feel like, you know, I don't know. She, it's like she's another, she was like a dud. Like she's retiring, but didn't do anything at all. Like yeah. he, she, 
she almost had something going on with Natalia a few years ago, but that was about it. That was like the claim to fame there. Yeah, I feel like she was missing something, and she was definitely like, uh, yeah, without getting too much into it, she was definitely missing something for being related to The Rock and and just being Samoa and everything. She, like, she didn't have that, that Nia Jax, like, I'm going to destroy you um, gimmick or look, like. They tried to make it sound like she was scary when she was coming down the, the entrance, the aisle, but I, I didn't feel it. I, I didn't see it. So she was definitely missing something. But anyway. Good riddance. Moving on. Um, Triple H is in full control of the Hall of Fame. And as they, they've also announced the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, I thought he was in control of everything. So when this all comes out, I, for me, it's new. Because I, I just assumed he was in control of everything. And now they're saying, like, they're making it sound like he's just getting these things now. But as of right now, it, he is 100% in control of the Hall of Fame. No little tidbits, nobody whispering in his ear or anything. Um, if you're Triple H, who are you? Who's your number one guy right now? Not counting Bray Wyatt, who everybody would lo- love to see. Let's go with, like, a real Hall of Fame list. Who's your guy? Or female, sorry. Well, Rhea Ripley's still in it, so... Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I should answer first. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Okay, thank you. All right, so a real answer here. Um, well, Paul Heyman, I think, is the num- number one choice being Philly for ECW. However, I think a new name is going to be in the Hall of Fame, which, after the news today of Kevin Dunn, I think Kevin Dunn gets the nod for Hall of Fame. You think so? You, I you, think so. You don't think Kevin Dunn is going to AEW? No. Listen, Kevin Dunn was always a Vince guy. Exactly. Loyalist. He's not going to AEW, man. It's not the way AEW is run like a, like a like a jungle gym. It's 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 not. There's no order. There's no anything there. Kevin Dunn would probably like his head would probably spin off. That's it's, if it's not Vince McMahon's way. Kevin Dunn doesn't know any other way. That's why he didn't last with the TKO merge. Right. Yeah. That's but, why. That's why I thought maybe uh, if if I'm if I'm TK Tony Khan, I'm my my next big free agent is Kevin Dunn. I'm not signing no um, Ziggler right now or anybody or Goldberg. I'm signing Kevin Dunn and giving him some power to do to make moves. But I don't think Tony Khan wants anyone to have power but him. And that's one of the big issues, but that is not for this episode. I think it's Paul Heyman or Kevin Dunn, I think, is what you're getting in, in for, for the Hall of Fame this year as, as a, a lock. Okay. Tommy Dreamer or Goldust? I, I want, I, it's funny because I want Goldust so bad, but I, he's definitely going to have to be a free agent. I can't see them trying to make a deal with Tony Khan. To borrow, I, I dream. I didn't even think it's your. I think you're right. I think they could be announcing like an ECW wing alongside Heyman. You have Dreamer, Sabu, Sandman, like an ECW uh, contingent. The Hall of Fame, <laughs> the Blue Meanie. <laughs> I told what was I, that the Blue Meanie. The Blue Meanie. Hey, Blue Meanie would be a good Blue Meanie beat up to oh, There's all a good part of that. You know, there's a lot of guys that just incredible. Um, Rhino, a lot of guys that would that would fit. If if you guys are bringing Blue Blue Meanie into the Hall of Fame. Can JBL induct him? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, I really hate that. Oh my goodness. I remember the first time I saw that. Like I, I didn't see it until the DVD. Like when I got the, the one night stand DVD. Yeah. Like months and months after it happened. And I remember watching it with my brother and we're like, okay, that's 
that is not supposed to be going down. I think there's actually a real fight in between all this. Like, you know, the, the blurred line of what's reality and yeah. what's uh, what's scripted. You're like, that's not that's not scripted. I I think JBL actually wants to kill Blue Meanie. <laughs> uh, we might we might lose um, Raymond in a couple of seconds because um, his mommy's is about to fight. Oh, that's mommy. Boy. Actually, if you guys are probably ahead, I mean, I'm watching the Caden Carter Katana Chance promo with Chelsea yeah, Green and uh, yeah. Piper. Um, well, we're almost, we're almost done, so Raymond could enjoy his mommy alone. Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> Dude, mommy doesn't want that. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I thought this was interesting, and I, I, I agree I with it, but I'll let you guys jump in. Um, Chavo Guerrero, he's very happy with. With uh, what WWE is doing with um, the Wyatts and what they did for Bray Wyatt, they put him as a legend, and um, all the money goes to his family and they're helping him. He feels like or wishes they would do the same thing with Eddie and keep keep his legacy alive and have like the and help Eddie's family and everything. I I agree with that. I, maybe they should do that more often with every legend. Make that part of like their legend contract deal. But um, yeah, I'll let you guys jump in with that. Is is do you think Chavo's just being a little sour, or is does he have a point here? Yeah, he's being sour. Chavo Guerrero sour? I never would have guessed it. I mean, remember, he's not talking about himself. He's talking about Eddie. He just wants to hear Eddie's name more often, which he's the same person that told that said that Rey Mysterio needs to jump off the Eddie bandwagon. And now he wishes WWE would jump on the Eddie bandwagon. So, he gets he gets a role. He gets money. That's why he's like like that. It's kind of kind of sad. You don't see Vicky Guerrero doing that. You don't see Charles Guerrero doing that. You don't even see Ray doing that. Ray, when he mentions Eddie, it's out of you know just respect, like just the LWO and all this other stuff. You know, they were close. Chavo just seems to be like just wanting to get money. Like that's what it is. Because right now, let's let's be realistic. Chavo is irrelevant. Okay, but um, right. When it comes to um, I guess as wrestling fans, yeah, but he is doing big things backstage, though. You I, I say that out loud. Where? He, every everything that you see on TV that has to do with wrestling, like um, TV shows and everything, he's the one that's backstage training the actors and everything. So it's not like he's just sitting on his ass board and it's like, oh, Guerrero. huh? Chavo Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, he was the main. Guy. He was the main guy. For, I had no idea. He, yeah, he was the main guy who trained um, Zach Efron and everybody in the Iron Claw. Um, he 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 trains everybody at um, Glow, um, the TV show Heels that you guys still, still need to catch up on two seasons. So um, did, Lucha, it, did it get canceled? Yes, it did. After okay, two, that's because of Chavo. Anyway, after two on. after two great seasons, <laughs> and hopefully it gets picked up. Uh, what else? Lucha Underground. For a lot of the actors who there who couldn't wrestle, it was Chavo. So I mean, like when it comes to like stuff, but to wrestling fans like uh, uh Raymond that doesn't understand anything else but mommy, it, it's hard to understand what he does. But um, yeah, I mean, so in the wrestling TV world, no, he does. In the outside that we're watching, you you'll probably forget about him or not, not even know who he is. But backstage, he's he's doing a lot of stuff. So like I said, it's not like he's just bored and just grabs his phone and say. Let me just start some gossip. But, um, okay. But I understand what you're saying, um, Mark. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before, we, uh, we, we, before we get right into what's going on in Raw right now, 
let's jump into the the house shows, the holiday tour that went over this past weekend. And well, let's go with that. Mark, you you were at the garden, right? I was. Good. So was I. Uh, what did you think about it? It was a solid show from top to bottom. It wasn't anything like, oh my god, where I have to go nuts for. However, Punk's return, that crowd went complete ape shit. Yep. I was there like, too, so yeah. It was pretty nuts that like everybody's just, I, I was like, damn, everybody really did miss him. You know, it's <laughs> not just the on TV thing, like the crowd went ballistic. And even during. Sadly, during the Caden Carter and Katana Chance versus uh, Piper and uh, Chelsea Green match, they were chanting CM Punk. I hate when they did that yeah. before Punk came back. Like, he's going to come on. Stop chanting it. It's disrespectful to the people in the ring. I've always hated that. But, you know, overall, definitely worth it. Um, the crazy, the merch stands, the lines on the merch stands were insane. Like, I've never seen anything like it. It was, the merch I was talking about crazy. The, the lines, yeah. You thought they were giving away something for free, but the lines were crazy. And everyone, it was, they were trying to make money off of CM Punk because they had shirts. They had a special shirt just for that day. They had hoodies. They had autographed photos. And people were not buying just one. There was people leaving with a handful of stuff. Like I said, it looked like it was free because people were walking away with five to ten autographs. Um, I saw someone leave with three shopping bags just of shirts. Like, they bought all the sizes. I was able to come Yeah, up I, with, I, I witnessed that. That was yeah. crazy. I mean, granted... I bought a, a bunch of upsigned photos, so not one to judge here. But uh, I couldn't believe those shirts were like 45 a piece or 40 a piece, whatever the number was. And I was, wow, like shopping bags full. Yes. Um, like a secondhand market. We all know how the secondhand so, market goes. So from from what else, we're basically real witnesses saying that CM Punk is money. Yeah. So a lot of people I mean, are worried about that. I'm sorry, go. No, I'm saying the garden sold out, and the, the, the very close second fiddle to CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, that place went nuts for Cody Rhodes, and then after the show, um, he had his bus, he came off the bus, and must have signed and took pictures with a bow, I mean, there's not any kind of inside the arena after the show where he did that, but after the show, outside, I must have, he must have did it for at least close to 500 people, like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's, the way they're going all out lately, it's for the fans and everything, it's really cool. I've heard, in, I think it was Boston, that um, Sami Zayn did the same thing after the, after the show. He left the arena, and anybody that was outside that wanted to see him, he took pictures and and shook hands with everyone until he got through everybody, which is another cool thing. Yo, that's good to see. Uh, we're starting to get more. Of that. I mean, I love to see more doing that. But you know what? It's good to see at least somebody's doing it. So the fans, and especially yeah. the kids, go home happy. That that's the thing. The kids are always the number one priority. Like, we obviously, we collect autographs. We love doing the meet and greets. We love getting our shit signed. You know, that's just what we, we do. But always want the kids to go home happy. Good stuff. If oh, Rhea Ripley's on my TV right now, it means Raymond's gone from the that's why, that's why he was quiet. <laughs> my feed's like I'm in there too behind you guys, so. All I say is thank God there's no video of Raymond right now. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Um, Aria's got KT tape on her knee. That, they don't really see people put it on their knee much. That, that's interesting. Or you you hardly don't, you hardly don't see that on WWE. When I see that tape, I think I'm watching AEW. So, so no, you keep, I can barely use it a bunch. 
Yeah, I, I've seen, yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times. I really don't notice that. AEW, I feel like they give it away for free, and everyone has it. They have it on their ears, their shoulders, their knees, their hands. <laughs> well, you remember who the first W guy was really starting to use it all the time, right? Was uh Cesaro? Yep, there you go. Yeah. I, I remember when people used to be like, what is that? Like, you don't, you don't train. <laughs> You don't, you don't you don't know about that. People life. in bowling use it too, so it's not just for training. Yeah, I know, right? I know, Mark. Bowling's kind of dangerous. I know. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I know. I don't know. I'm not going to front on anybody. Like I'm, I'm ripped or anything. But I know people that use KT tape because they do. No, no. So they do workout stuff and they bowl, so it's kind yeah, of. It, it's not just. A, it's, it's not just a workout thing. I I, 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 know. I was just playing around, but it's funny how you brought up bowling. But okay. <laughs> I, I just I'm using a real life example here. Ladies and gentlemen, our podcast listeners, um, you notice that there's a two on one assault right now. Um, we're gonna need a tag in for some help. If you sprain something, if you work your muscles in any way, yes, you, you need to tape. But anyway, moving on. Um, let's go into World's End, which um I felt like Mark wrote this script, well at least for the main event. Mm. Before mm. Uh, before we get to the main event, real fast, um. I guess I could speak more about this since you guys miss a lot of AEW pay-per-views. I can't. I don't even remember the name of it. Um, the pay-per-view where Adam Cole and Brian Danielson showed up. I don't remember the name. That's not important. But it's been more than a year since then. I've never missed a pay-per-view. All those pay-per-views that I've ordered for fifty dollars, I have been entertained. I have loved every part of it from the beginning to the end. Pre-shows, post-shows, everything. Um, great wrestling matches. Um, all that good stuff. World's End, I was there in person, and I have to say, from all the pay-per-views, this was the worst one. I felt some of the matches, there was no reason for it. How do you have two eight-man tag team matches? I felt like I was at the Survivor Series in 1987. I, it, and, and then there was no reason for them. It was just but like... Those were good. I, 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 didn't, I didn't care for it. I, I, I was happy to see Sting. It was his last time in New York. I love that. I'm happy to be there at that moment. But the yeah, the two eight men didn't do it for me. Um, yeah, I just I thought it was the worst pay per view I've seen. I've heard all the people say that this was the first pay per view that they've seen, and this, and this is the last time. I think that's a little too far to go. But um, it wasn't a great pay per view. It was okay, and I'm not used to that from AEW. And that's just me saying that. The Eddie Kingston um, Moxie match was pretty good. Eddie Kingston now is the Triple Crown Champion, Continental, Ring of Honor, and New Japan Strong Champion. I just want to interrupt you for one second. Go. Shoot. I loved Eddie Kingston. Okay. All right. I absolutely, again, I was not watching live. I was with the misses all weekend. You know, I, I had to pick and choose what I was watching, what mm-hmm. I was not watching, and that, unfortunately, AEW did not make the cut. However... I saw the Moxley Kingston match. I was very curious. I, I found a, a link to it. I was able to watch. I absolutely hate that ending. Yes. He won with a powerbomb. Wait, I'm, I'm, this is why... Kidding. It was... A, I'm sorry. It was a sloppy pay-per-view. I, I, I will have to go back to get the exact matches. That match, a little the MJF match. Um, God, I can't remember the other... There was two other matches. The way they ended, the finisher wasn't good. It wasn't a clean finisher. And it looked sloppy. It looked like the, it didn't land right or whatever. I do it all over again. If if your finisher looked horrible, you you should know how it feels. 
If the finisher is horrible, do it again. Just don't pin the person. So, yeah, just that back slap and a whole bunch of slapping, the back slap, and you pin him that way. I mean, I don't know. I didn't like that. I didn't like a lot that of was endings. Been a of slaps. That, was, that was ridiculous. Again, I don't mind you doing that occasionally, but my God, it was just ridiculous. Yeah, I, I didn't care for the ending. I, I liked the match, and I, there was some very hard-hitting moves there and everything. Just a back slap, and you pin Moxie out of all people, too. Yeah, I, I wasn't going for that, but he's the Triple Crown. I'd rather have it on him than anybody else because, like I said, you're also the New Japan champion, and you have to at least travel to Japan once a year. I mean, I'm sorry, once a month. And I don't think Moxie wants to do that sure. or anybody else. King Kingston definitely definitely deserved it after all, but no doubt. I just couldn't stand that ending. Yeah. And let's go straight into the main event. MJF versus Samoa Joe. MJF being your champion, fighting in his hometown. He had everything you wanted in a champion besides not having two good shoulders. Um, he sold it, which he's supposed to be legit injured. That right shoulder, or is it left shoulder? Left shoulder. Um, he just couldn't do any good moves with his um, bad shoulder. And that caused Joe to win a match I thought very easy. Joe controlled that entire match. And Samoa Joe is your new AEW heavyweight champion. Adam Cole was by MJF's corner in his crutches. After the match, Adam Cole comes into the ring to um, help MJF up. And they are surrounded by the Devil's henchmen. As they get closer, they jump. MJF and Adam Cole, and they're about to smash a chair on Adam Cole's head. Lights go out. They come back on. Adam Cole is sitting on the chair. The henchmen are standing behind Adam Cole, and they're looking straight up to MJF, who is shocked to realize that his best friend, the person he finally gave into, Adam Cole, has become or is the devil. And Mark called it from, I believe, day one, which is funny because today's day one. But since day one, Mark has said that I, the devil is Adam Cole. So let's give Mark his flowers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, honestly, though, again, as time went on, remember, I did say that it could be Brit or it could be Ziggler. Remember, I was mentioning different... Yeah. Possibility, but from the get go, when it first happened, I said it was going to be applicable. And it, it made the most sense. It's just now, a couple of things I noticed, I'll tell you real quick because we don't want to spend all, all, all night on this. Yeah. Wardlow, months ago, said he wanted the AW World title. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Why would Wardlow, again, Wardlow helping Adam Cole against MJF makes sense. But why would you help out Samoa Joe to win the world yeah. title? That makes that, scenario, that makes no sense. I I, I didn't when, go right. You get where I'm going, right? Unless they're going to now turn on, like unless they're all turning on Samoa Joe, so because then make sure MJF doesn't handle alignment because MJF's hurt or whatever. Like that would be the only thing that would make sense to me. But even then, it's like it feels like Vince Russo 2000 WCW where there's a swerve after a swerve after a swerve where things don't make sense, and eventually you just feel like, well, you had something really good, and you just fucked it up. So that could actually be good to go. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like that at all. At all. Um, I would say MJF should have won that match just for it being his hometown. 
I feel like it's the whole thing about Bret Hart again. It was Canada. Bret Hart was supposed to win. But contra- if, it, if it's true, his contract expired on the 1st, which is today. And um, I guess you had to take the title off of him. I, I would personally like him to win and have the devil challenge him on Dynamite and take the title from him then. But yeah, it just makes no sense why would Adam Cole and anybody from that side would want Joe to have the belt. It's just like you, you don't care who has the belt as long as MGF doesn't have the belt. And that story just doesn't sit well. And it's, it looks like Adam Cole's still injured. So I, I really don't know where they're going with this story. And I guess we can move on to the big day of day one, which is saying uh, all over the internet that um, MJF no longer is on the AEW website as an active a member or even on the roster completely. So is, is this part of the story or is he a free agent? Which if he's a free agent, it's crazy that there was no Remember. way to sign him. Let's go. During the whole... Oh my God, where is him? What's going on with MJF? Whatever. It was the same situation. They took him off the roster, all this stuff, and then he eventually you know, came back and all that stuff. And So I don't trust it. However, remember, I said months ago MJF was going to WWE. I still believe that. I think he sees... Remember, it's different for the younger guys and the older guys. Now, Andrade is still relatively young. That's why I think WWE makes... The most, you know, that's why he's not going to come back to AEW. There's some guys, the edge of the world, Christian... AEW is a perfect place because you can do all these kinds of things. It, it, it makes plenty of sense for the younger guys, the, someone like a Jade Cargill, Cody Rose, people that they want the next level. MJF in AEW, again, going to be a top guy, whatever. He's content with making good money from Tony Khan and just that's what you're going to be a top guy here, but you're never going to be mainstream, never, never going to have a chance to, you know, be the guy on, on the billboard at Madison Square Garden, then okay, then cool, then you go AEW, but MJF, for how young he is, the dream in pro wrestling, you want to be, you know, main event in the garden. I know it sounds, it's called cliche, but a lot of wrestlers, that's how they feel, main event in WrestleMania. Being that person that ESPN is covering to 25, 50 million people, being in front of 80,000 people on the biggest stage of them all, that's what people want. Yeah. But have a chance to go into acting, have a chance to be a, a superstar, look at guys like John Cena, um, the Rock, you know, to a lesser degree, I mean, Randy Orton and Miz and movies and stuff didn't really do as great. But, but again, they got a chance to be in these movies. Look at MJF. He got into a movie and almost the entire thing got cut. Yeah. MJF and WWE and a top guy in WWE, guarantee you, his shit ain't getting cut like that. <laughs> and it's re- and I'm being real with you on yeah. that. So I think MJF's eyes, if he wants to be that top guy, he's going to WWE. If he doesn't care about that and just wants to make the money and just enjoy re- the wrestling business itself, then he stays at AEW. Just decision. And I, I'm gonna go back to um th- that um the the post that you sent me that MJF the le- that long letter that he wrote. Yes, that's a goodbye letter. Uh, unless this is the biggest one of the biggest works ever. That letter, as soon as you start you start talking about your career and everything, that's okay. But when you start saying thank you to people in in the company that you might be leaving, for me that's a that was a goodbye. That was a big goodbye letter. And he might not see these people again, so he got it all out there as thank you, and he thanked um, each member. And for, yeah, I read that. It was a great read, too. It was. It was a great, um, I don't know, essay. I don't know if he did it by himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do the Players' Tribune. So a lot of times when players retire or like when free agents go elsewhere, they'll write something for the, for the Players' Tribune. Yeah. 
That's what I'm saying. Goodbye. So that's they had the same vibe. Yeah. So like I said, I don't know if it's part of a work. So let me let me write this out there so people can think I'm really gone since I'm going to be healing from an injury, or it was what it was a goodbye letter because that's the way. I, as I'm reading it, I was like, oh shit, he's gone, and if that's what he wanted. It it works. But um, now let's talk about the. I guess I'm not sure if it's exactly just free agents, but um, Raw is going on as we're recording this. And it is day one, and one of the big announcements for today was that a former WWE champion will appear, not a free agent, so MJF won't be part of that. Names that have popped up is Sasha Banks, The Rock, Batista, and Andrade, who is a free agent, no longer with AEW. The only thing with Andrade for me is I feel like he would be on SmackDown because there's more stories for him besides his wife being um, on SmackDown. I always have... Um, Selena Vega in my mind that maybe Escobar would be attacking her or like about to smack her or something and Andrade comes and rescues her. But I I see him as a SmackDown guy, but um, maybe he shows up in Raw and then ends up in SmackDown. But um, I'll leave it up to you guys with your your input of who you think could be this former WWE champion that's showing up tonight. Well, I don't think he's the WWE champion showing up tonight. But Dragon Lee, not that long ago, posted on Twitter that he's stuck with visa issues and can't make New Year's evil. So LWO needs help or whatever's going on. I think there's him a Santa Fesco or whatever. I'm almost positive that it's going to be Andrade taking his spot. Okay. But for, 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 for NXT? Well, I don't know. I don't, not, not, I don't want to say NXT per se, but I think in the storyline right now, visa issues can take a while. Right. I think the substitute against Santos to help out Remy Stewart, it'll be Andrade. It's a perfect fit. For him, so so that's um, that's not your pick for one, tonight. Yeah, right for day one tonight because I did see also apparently there's there's confetti um blasters in in, in the up top by the by the um what do you call it the screen the top screen yeah so there's there's something that's gonna happen big I, I mean personally for a WWE champion I think we're getting somebody like. It could be Batista being a Hall of Fame person, which would make sense. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Hell, it could be Goldberg. Like, you know what I mean? It's somebody <laughs> that's going to make an appearance. But I, I think I really think it's going to be The Rock. I really was using Pasadena for uh, the Rose Bowl pregame and stuff. And Nick Khan was with him. Wow. I think that I think it's going to be The Rock. It's probably, probably going to be announcing The Rock's going to be at WrestleMania. They're going to have the confetti come down. Uh, I, I always saw The Rock as, as I um, for Chamber. Because I heard that um, Australia is like offering like extra millions of dollars to make sure that The Rock shows up there. So they, 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 they bes- besides them winning the the bid to have um, elimination chamber at um, Australia, they want to put an extra bid to make sure that The Rock is there. But um, yeah, I thought my pick was Batista just for he could finally get into the Hall of Fame, and they announced it again and big celebration. But yeah. I'll definitely take um, The Rock over Batista. My guess? Yes, AJ Raymond. Lee. I, I, I'm sorry, Raymond. I know Mommy is wrestling, and I, I just know you're daydreaming. <laughs> but I'm glad to have you back. <laughs> the match is over. That's why he's back on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say AJ Lee. Uh, I think she's going to be coming back. I see her coming back. I don't know about being day one. Especially with CM yeah. Punk. CM Punk is not here today, so... Uh, okay, you popped that bubble. Yeah. Right. Uh, By the way, Rhea Ripley's pen on Ivy Nile. Um, wow. 
Um, carry on. There's a couple of wild okay. things, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to save that for when we get off the air. But I'm gonna just yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so honestly, that's it. It's a wrap. Unless you have anything else to talk about, what's happening now on day one? We are back on schedule, guys. All right. Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah. Good. Um, shout out though, Wrestling Universe this Sunday. Matt Riddle, Mansois, and Masse on Sunday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. I will be there. I don't know if Hector's going to be there. I will. Be I, there. will. I, I need to meet uh, Matt Riddle again. Got you. I, I actually need a Masse on something, which is, it sounds insane, but I do. Uh, so, never mind. Oh, can we? This sounds really silly and everything, but can we go together? Go together? Why? Because I hate. I hate <laughs> I hate when they go, when they do signings with multiple um, wrestlers, and I only need one. I, oh, so you want me to be the awkward one that only needs one too? Well, yeah, but at least you have some, you're gonna have someone else. You could be with them because I'm not, and I'm gonna go to Riddle. I hate when they do that, and I um, I don't know if they 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 listen it's to so the podcast true because they'll have like especially when they have like an indie person with like the, the main person, yeah. and they're just sitting there like on their phones, like looking like it's the most boring thing on Dodge Earth. Yes. That's the sad part that I remember. They've all. done that once. It was like six of them and I only need one and they just like all they all look excited because they like, oh we have somebody and like nope just need one person. Yeah, I remember Gerald Briscoe. He was with his son Wes Briscoe and I went to Gerald and he goes, Don't you need my son Wes? And I'm like <laughs> No <laughs> Like I had like I was like, oh man, I kinda said that a little fucked up yeah. Yeah. I don't want to spend money on I don't want or need but when it came to, um, oh my God, who was it? I can't even remember now. I lost my train. There was somebody else that it happened to, and I was like, uh, yeah, I, I hate, I hate when that happens because you, I, 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 I don't know. My feelings get hurt. Like I feel bad. Like since I'm not getting one of them, I just need one person out of the three, and it just, I don't know. I don't know if they care. Well, um, brother, look, Bruce Pritchard talked about it on something to wrestle with, like a long time ago when before he came back to. Like the other thing before he was doing the podcast with Conrad and stuff, when he was doing like the, the convention circuit with, with TNA. And there was a lot of times he'd be there. And that's why he only did a couple where he was just sitting there and almost nobody would go up to him. And he was like, man, this is like <laughs> the shit. Yeah. Well, I remember when I went up to him the one time I had a convention. Only time I ever got him, signed my encyclopedia, I took a photo with him. I asked him how he was doing and he was the most miserable human being. I'm like, uh, and like it made sense years later. I listened to the podcast about him. I'm like, all right, things make sense here. Like, you know, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I need you, you to be a wingman. <laughs> no, no problem. I'll go with you online. I don't want to I gotta think, it takes like an hour and a half to get there by bus, so I got to figure that out. Yeah. But um, but no, like everybody in all seriousness, go out and support. You know, the more fans, the better. Obviously, we don't want anybody just standing around and wondering why, you know, but in our situation, we get swallowed just standing there wondering what's going on. But, you know, the more fans that show, the better it is for the store, better it is for the town, you know, helping count me a living outside of WWE. So, yeah, show your support. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Um, to everyone that's listening to us, thank you for supporting us, and we hope to bring you another great year of rumors, news, gossip, and everything in between the wrestling. All right, guys, thanks again, and until next time. All right, guys, we're back. It's a uh, bonus content. Uh, as soon as we went off, they announced that the uh, surprise former champion was going to appear. So we decided to come back on. 
Um, as of right now, Jinder Mahal has just came out and um, is acting like he's the former champion, which he is. And the fans don't seem to like it. So we're all expecting someone else to come out. So just Listen, Wade Barron and I are the only two people that are very happy about this. So you don't hinder gender. <laughs> if someone doesn't come out like next 30 seconds to save this, this is a huge disappointment. Uh, I was hoping, I mean, he's Slater maybe, but he just resigned with Impact. I feel like this is an AEW moment right now. I'm totally let down. AEW does not <laughs> let down. I'm sorry. See what happens? You see what happens when Kevin Dunn leaves? This yeah. is what happens. No, <laughs> AEW don't let you down. Listen, our, our we just expected it to be Adam Cole. <laughs> Didn't you say talking about the devil? That's, that's all I'm going to say. Didn't we just finish talking about the devil? Yeah. And we, we, we wasn't let down with that. We expected that. That's why we wasn't surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Shanky? I don't know. Oh, he got released, didn't he? No, he's still in the contract, I believe. I think the other one. Yeah. No, but Veer, Sangha, Shanky, they're all still signed. Oh, they are? Veer and Sangha should have been in a tag title hunt months and months ago when they were on t- and they never did anything with them. Like, I, I don't understand. These guys, it's just like, well, we know we didn't talk about, by the way, since we're in bonus content for our listeners at the moment. Carrying Cross with Authors of Pain, by the way. Love it. Can't wait for SmackDown this Friday. I want to see Authors of Pain take care of business. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to join on the bandwagon with um, Raymond and say this should have taken too long. And you guys are a minute ahead of me, so it's still going. I still got a little bit to <laughs> it, go here. It is still oh, going. Wait, wait, wait. I think something's about to happen. I see people. Yeah, people people, yeah people, fans are standing up, and they and they have all their cameras facing the entrance. As Jed is still talking, the camera's on him. But if you look at the reaction of the crowd, the crowd sees something moving at the entrance. Yeah, that means something's going on the stage. Yep, so something's going on on the stage, and let's go, baby. It is 9.56, Monday night. Oh, Jinder, let's get it. Holy shit! It is The Rock. Come on, I'm still a minute behind. Well, you need to change your feedback or whatever's <laughs> going on. Because <laughs> the great one is here. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go. Raymond, I mean, Mark, can you see, can you see me? <laughs> hey, that's the wrong person. Mark, can you see me? Mark, Mark got mad. He ran away. Besides <laughs> that, you can't see me. I'm a minute person? behind. Can you see me on the on the screen? Yes. Yes. Okay. So let me turn around then, so you can watch roll with us. <laughs> it is the great one. Now, real fast, does this lead to WrestleMania, or is this just a one night thing again? I, I hope it leads to WrestleMania. I think it would be a really cool moment for WrestleMania. Mania would be great. I just don't know if we're getting that. He could he he really fuck shit up right now and announce that he's in the Royal Rumble. Oh, forget about it. That means Punk's story is over. Cody Rhodes' story <laughs> is over. He just screws everybody. 
All right, so in the game of cards, so you're saying Rock trumps CM Punk. CM Punk uh, trumps Cody. Well, if Rock joins, if, if the Rock joins Royal Rumble, it's, it's only to win and, and challenge Roman. That's the only reason I say that. If the the Rock is not coming, if he if if this is to wrestle WrestleMania or wherever he's going to wrestle at, it is not to wrestle anybody but Roman. He's not here to fight Cody. He's not here to fight Punk. He's not here to fight Seth, Drew McIntyre, and go down the list. It is only for Roman, and that's it. And poor Jinder, and that's it. I tell you right now, I might have to get tickets for the Royal Rumble. He is in it. I I thought you were going. You better go to the store. <laughs> the store. Hopefully, I'm gonna be going to. That's the only thing I will say. You better be going. If you, if you don't go to the store, I'm gonna have to like I don't know call security and have you <laughs> escorted off this podcast. <laughs> Right now, I'm well, behind you. At least, at least you get to see The Rock. All right, yeah. There you go. You get to see The Rock. I said it. All right, so <laughs> we'll talk about, I guess, next week of, of it, why The Rock has <laughs> showed up. But everybody, Adam Cole being the devil, The Rock being the champion of day one. I'm super chilled. I'm to point that out for everybody on, on the podcast. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Have a good night. Enjoy The Rock. Enjoy Raw. Stay safe. Until next time. Goodbye. <laughs>